Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome to the Stuff and Things podcast. I am Sam. Joining me to discuss the latest episode of Ahsoka, from the set in the Star Wars universe from Disney Plus, is my partner in crime. It's Stefan. Hello there. Oh, he's here. He's already How's flashing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. You well, mate? I am very good, sir. Very good indeed. How are you? I'm okay. Um. I uh. I, I watched the episode. I, I sort of made some notes. And I gotta be honest with you, my notes are pretty sparse. Um, I gotta be honest with you, mate. I um, I put the episode on, I sneezed, and it was the end credits. I was like, uh, now you're not allowed to make those jokes because you you had a problem with me about this. I know. Do you know I we've worked this out. I am hypocrisy walking. You you are uh, it's uh, shocking how bad you are with this. You should hear our other podcasts where I talk about football teams. <laughs> you want no? Um. I am the same in most things in life. I am very hypocritical. Um, <laughs> drives my wife absolutely insane. Yep. When I tell the kids off for something because it's a serious thing, and then two days later, she tells the kids off for doing the same thing, and I go, "Whoa, come on, love, that's a bit tough." They're only kids, so <laughs> it, it happens in all things of life. But yeah, um, twenty-eight minutes of screen time is not acceptable. <laughs> so yeah so episode one i'm going to do the the run times from uh disney plus so okay. episode one run time is 56 minutes with intro and outro that probably means actual episode probably about what would you reckon about 48 yeah give or take yeah yeah i mean call it 48 to 50 yeah yeah Episode two was forty four minutes, so again you're dropping that down to. I think you've got to take about four to five minutes off the credits. Yeah. All right. So let's so let's call it fifty minutes, and let's call that forty being generous, but probably thirty nine, thirty eight. Yep. All right. So we then get this episode, episode three, thirty six. So yeah. these are eight episodes. If we follow this follow this pattern by episode eight, it should start and go the end. Yeah, pretty much. Because 36 minutes, like you said, and how many was actual screen? Like 28? 28 minutes, I think it was, yeah. Well, there you go. So that's eight minutes. Eight minutes of fluff start and finish with the previously, the credits, the actual title card, which happens after the cold open. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you have... do the previously on thing as well, then yeah. yeah. And, the, and the, the end credits, as we know on Disney+, Plus, just go on forever. Every to, language, including Hut. Yeah, yeah. They have they have to like thank everybody, including the the great Huts and Wookie, I believe. Yes. Um. <clears throat> so I, I do just want to mention that to start with. I find this across Disney Plus to be very infuriating. I, me and you have discussed it before because we're of the opinion that it's great that on a streaming platform you are not restricted to you must hit forty five minutes. 
because of commercials and other shows, you know, you're not restricted to that. I like that, but I also feel like as a show, that means we should be getting that as a minimum. Like, that should be the minimum content for an episode, should be it. We shouldn't be getting short... Like, if this was on network TV, that episode, episode three, would have been in a half-hour slot, <laughs> not not an hour. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, you would have had the, the adverts halfway through, and then it still would have fit. Yeah. Yeah, and I know, I know. I said in like the um, secret invasion podcast that I ah, as long as it's high quality, drives the story forward. A bit of a short episode is fine. Yeah, turns out that actually people were listening to that mm-hmm. and have taken it literal. <laughs> um, so, so I'm honoured like... that we are that much of a big presence in the pop uh, the podcast scene. Yeah, that they listen to us like that, but. Yeah. Let's go for at least 45 minutes of screen time, shall we? Let's just, yeah. you know, make it worthwhile. This I mean, podcast is going to be longer than the episode before we even discuss the episode. It's possible, yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean that for me is the one thing that is irking me. I, I've enjoyed episodes one, two, and three. Yeah. Um, and so that, that for me is like my little gripe. So I'm not going to do it every week. Um, I want to do it this week because it's like a real... You know, like I said, 56, 44, 36, you know, from episode one to three, it's a 20-minute difference. Uh, the bit I don't understand, so they drop episode one and two together. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be a bit of a thing now that's sticking around. People yeah. are dropping the first two episodes to really kind of get you involved. Yeah. Now, if the first two episodes were like 35 minutes each, and then episode three and four was the 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. You'd go, ah, okay, two short and sweet episodes to kind of set the tone, introduce characters, get you gripped. And then the longer episodes, because, you know, they want to make sure they're short and snappy to get you involved. And then as the story progresses, you get the longer episodes as more's happening. That'd make sense. But doing it the other way around, it meant that I watched two episodes at like two o'clock in the morning. And then this oh, episode, that's why you're annoyed. <laughs> this episode, why, why couldn't I come the short home from one work and watch it in half hour? And I'm like, oh, why, come on! Why couldn't the short one have been the two a.m. one? You know why? what I mean? Come on, yeah. help me out here, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, like I said, I don't want to grow about this every week, and I think it's going to be an ongoing thing. So I am going to keep a runtime checker. That is going to be something I'm going to discuss. But this week's my moan about it. Okay, I'm getting out of the way. Um, I think there's enough people on social media making the point as well. So hopefully, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't fully get it. And I think that's the reason. Like, if I saw showrunners, Dave Filoni, for example, did an interview or something and just kind of explained, oh, the reason why the run times are this is because of this. <laughs> because I can. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> I suppose that's the downside, isn't it? Because you could just say that and I'd be like, oh, okay, that doesn't help me at all. Yeah, fair, fair yeah. point. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the runtimes are this because when I put together the episodes and edited them, that's when they friggin' turned out. Deal with it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so this is uh, Ahsoka Season 1, Episode 3. The title of the episode was... Time to Fly. And what did you... So overall then, without going into any of the details from the episode, what were your thoughts? Um. Another good episode. Some very, very good nods into 
previous things we've seen in Star Wars. But yeah, yeah, a good episode. Could have done with more. <laughs> we're, we're leaving that gripe now. Oh, we, sorry, we have, okay. we have to park yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you talked about nods before, and I think there's there is such a fine line that you can nail it or get it wrong badly. And I think this is going to be an interesting discussion point for you especially, because when I watched uh, episode seven, the the films, yeah, I loved the fact that they basically mirrored A New Hope, but kind of modernized it, did a little take on it. But it was like a kind of real, to me, it was like a real homage to that film. Yeah, yeah. I know you hated it for that. <laughs> so, like, I'm just letting you go with this one. I'm not. I am no, not no, upsetting no, no, the I, people that be no, again. No, I'm no, still no, rolling. it's fine. No, I mean, it's my my point on this is like it is such a fine line to get that right. Yeah. And if you go to like one of the the, the scene that we're seeing here, so Sabine's training scene, it starts and she's got like a kendo stick sort of. This whole series feels very samurai, and the Jedi, of mm. course, were kind of based on the samurai in George Lucas's mind. So Dave Filoni's got that run with it, which I love. Yes. He's got the Mandalorians like a Western gunslinger, and the Jedi he's thinking samurai. Love yep. that, great, and he's really showing that here with the everything. Even when Ahsoka goes and gets like the kind of Bushido helmet to put on, mm-hmm. but of course Sabine then says, "With this helmet down, visor down, I can't see." How am I supposed to fight? Yes. And every single midichlorian in my body went, Luke said that! Luke! Luke! That's Luke! Luke, Luke on the Millennium Falcon! <laughs> yes. <clears throat> and I loved it. I yeah. loved that little nod. I loved that thing with Luke and the sort of tie-in. I've already done a TikTok about it. <laughs> I, I absolutely loved that kind of mashup. But again, that's what I'm talking about, this fine line, because... Really, that's no different to episode seven sort of going, that's our source material and we're just basically going to do an homage to it. Now, you didn't like that film, but by the signs of it, you quite like that scene. So I think there's a difference between three, four words that are similar or the same. I mean, in this one, I can't see how am I supposed to fight? Yeah. Is that nine, nine words? That are the same, so, and that's a yeah. nice little nod. It's not a one hour, 35 minute film, which you're just like, I've seen this before. You feel like it was a complete reboot. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, I'm very much a fan of, let's say, just small little phrases or the fact that, remember in The, the Mandalorian, he goes past one of the Womp Rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, ah, oh, Luke used to go shooting Womp Rats in the canyons. Yes, that's. That's a fantastic nod to it. Or, yeah, I don't or think Sabine people... saying Luke's line and you're like, ah, yes, okay. I don't think people talk enough about the fact that Luke happily used to talk about nailing small animals. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah, I think people need to talk about that more. You, you murder small animals, do you, you psychopath? Yeah, he's, um, like, he, he's, he's a Skywalker. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of in the blood there. But like in yeah. this one, we, we've mentioned it before, just to get, we're on a tangent now. When um, mm. we said before about how are they the good Jedi's, they're the good guys, but they kill yeah. people like without even thinking about it. Yeah. Sabine shoots spaceships out the sky yeah. with people or beings inside them yeah. and celebrates getting them. Well, yeah. There yeah, is a poor trying... wife and child somewhere who have just had their father 
obliterated out the sky. She's celebrating. To be fair, if you're going to be an anonymous henchman to to evil people, you're you're got to run that risk. Man. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're you're going to run that risk. Anon- anonymous hench people, you're you're going to get you're going to get slain at some point. <laughs> yeah, um, it is the risk you take. It's just and... it's just a strange one. I, I remember when um, Luke and Han Solo are, are flying. He's I got one. Yeah, great. Don't get cocky, kid. No one ever mentions the fact that you know they were real. They were they were people. You just killed them. Well, no, I mean, no one up until the Mandalorian, no one mentioned the million plus people who died on the Death Star either, but no. everyone celebrated. But that line was put into the Mandalorian. I loved it. You know, yeah. a million people died as the galaxy celebrated. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. Oh, there it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. As the Ewoks yeah. ate the stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a hill I'm dying on, by the way. I, those oh, God, yeah. Ate. At those stormtroopers and everyone just parted around it. It's they had a up. barbecue like you they, would they, they did. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really funny though, but I do love talking to people about that because you, if you do it face to face, you can see the moment of realisation hit where I'm right. Like, yeah. what were they going to do to Luke and Han before Leia stopped them? Oh yeah, they were going to cook them. Oh my God! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So, what do you think happened to all those stormtroopers that they're playing like they're playing the bongos on the empty helmets? No, no. What are they actually using to hit the helmets? Oh yeah, they're leg bones. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But it was nothing... so cute and fluff. Oh I know, my god. I, know. I, I I do love the idea that like there's people listening to this right now just going, no, no, don't destroy Ewoks, dude. Don't do this to me. <laughs> don't don't turn them into something nasty. Um. But yeah, we did go on a tangent. Apologies. Circling back. Um, I, I love that scene. Um, there's a couple of things in that scene that I love. I love the the little nod to Luke thing. I enjoyed that. I think the second part of that was just I think kind of important is of course Luke was trained to do that by Obi Wan. Yep. Ahsoka was an apprentice to Obi Wan and Anakin. I mean, she was Anakin's Padawan, but she spent yes. all that time with both of them. So I did kind of like that. I did kind of like the. That... Obi Wan actually used that with her. Yeah, yeah, I did like that. There was that level of similarity, um, and it made sense. Uh, the droid is growing on me <laughs> um, uh, because he is so blunt. brilliant, just absolutely brutally brilliant. Yeah, and uh, like it was. <laughs> why did you tell her that? It was the truth. Of course, I know. I it's like. Would you do that and he's just like because it's true she's crap yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jedi would never have let her in like seriously one assessment and they've been like no go away Awful. she clearly doesn't have the force why is she here yeah yeah, yeah. um and, and there was but there was little bits in this which which i enjoyed because it kind of again were discussion points that i've heard fans have even me and you have had like well if everyone's got metachlorians in them why aren't everybody jedi yeah and that comes up yep that uh, and it came up naturally. It wasn't forced. It wasn't like a, oh, we got a list of things that fans keep asking. Let's not let's knock that out. <laughs> you know, let's kind of yeah. let's it's actually, address it. It's, you need talent as well. Yeah. So as soon as I turned the episode off, I walked into the kitchen, put an egg cup on the side, and went. Yeah. The force is in everything. The force. Nope. Still can't do it. No, still can't do well, it. Let's try. To, to be honest with you, I'm 40 years old, and I've been trying to move the remote when it's like far away. From oh. Me, like, you know? <laughs> yes you know like you're led on the sofa and you're like i need to get that remote control and you're like come on 
this time. Use this the is the one. <laughs> I, I don't know nope. how I would react if the the remote actually leapt up and launched into my hand. I think oh. I would be so freaked out I wouldn't actually enjoy the moment. I, I tell you, the remote control would just have to wobble slightly, and I yeah. would lose my freaking mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, 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 I that's did that. I did it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I'd, I just assume that means I'm dying. You know, like oh, it must mean it's like. An aneurysm about to blow up in my brain, activated some ancient <laughs> power, and now I'm dead. Yeah. Um, God, yeah, we are going on tangents today. <laughs> okay, so, we're, we're, at least we're talking about the episode now. We've made it into the episode. Yeah, at least we're actually into it. Sorry, I, I mean, if you're if you're a fan of Ahsoka and you just listened to us for the first time, this must be like, who the f- are these guys? <laughs> for people for people who are here on a regular basis, you're you're kind of like, yeah, this this is pretty normal. They, yeah, they this just, is them. Just, yep. They yeah, must they have enjoyed kinda, the episode because they're very yeah. happy podcasting. Yeah. yeah, they're just they're just waffling now. Yeah, you um, can always tell when we enjoy an episode because we have podcasts like this where we kind of take things and go. There's episodes and things we don't like. It is so matter of fact. Dum dum dum. Done. <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> Big difference. Like, it, it's, yeah, there's, it's very difficult to try and get that balance as well because you're kind of like, I know I didn't enjoy it, but a lot of people possibly did. So I need to kind of like put myself in that mindset and, yeah. and deliver and then yeah but there i mean there's been times with certain shows where it's been impossible yeah like, I, I remember when we were doing that spin-off for the walking dead the world beyond and, and, <laughs> yeah. I, and i genuinely was just like uh, i can't talk about this without swearing you know this is just so awful it, it was difficult to watch it without swearing <laughs> sorry this is so bad <laughs> i don't i don't understand what anyone's doing or why they're doing it and they're not explaining it and it's just getting worse yeah whereas um, we enjoy shows like ahsoka and we're kind of like oh but then this is just like this and then this is like this yeah. and remembering this this does this see this is a good sign people it sounds it like we're waffling but this is a good sign yeah um so so the exchange when they're they're talking there at the table um this is kind of going on and sabine does this moment with the cup i mean ahsoka just kind of moves it effortlessly as she would yeah and it's kind of like start small which, which i kind of liked i like that that was smart yeah but prior to that when she had that visor down and ahsoka was circling her and sort of tapping her mm-hmm. with, on the shoulder and stuff it was interesting there was a line in amongst that which i really enjoyed where sabine obviously a bit mandalorian in there it goes a bit Right, I'm just going to start swinging like a loon <laughs> and maybe I'm going to hit you. Yeah. And because she does that, uh, Ahsoka just trips her easily. You know, you're off balance. Yeah. And she delivers a line about, you know, anger and frustration gives you that moment of power. Like yes. Like your, your adrenaline, you, you you got that, but also unbalances you. And I was like, wow, that is a great line. That That is just like a... You you know if you heard Yoda deliver that line in his in his vernacular, you'd be like, "Wow, profitable, yeah, yeah." And and but Ahsoka's like nailing it. One of the things that um, I mean, you've watched enough of the Clone Wars that you you know the Ahsoka character. Yes. One of the things that obviously I've had to really kind of drill into my head is that she is that much older now. Yeah. Because she is so calm. Like she, although she is no Jedi because she left the Jedi Order, she is for me now the quintessential Jedi in the sense of 
everything's chill. Everything's calm. There's no erratic running off like she used to during the Clone oh, Wars. Gosh, yeah. She seems very much like Obi-Wan now. Yeah, very, very centered. Very, yeah. Yeah, very, very kind of like the very zen. I mean, there's moments throughout this episode where, like, the, the moment where she goes, I'm going to go outside. And I'm like, what? I, I tell you what, I did have a real worried moment with that. Yeah. Because one of the things in the new movies that I hated was basically Princess Leia or General Organa, whatever they wanted to call her in the new films, yep. being sucked out into space and me being heartbroken, like, oh, wow, this is how this is how she dies, to then be heartbroken in another way because, no, no, she can marry Poppins it and come back. And I was like, really? Uh, this That scene was so crap. Um, and still to this day, I, I, I can't stand that. It, it drives me to drink. I hate it. So when Ahsoka said, I'm going to go outside, I was like, oh, don't, don't do this to me. Don't give me this retconning. Look, all the Jedi can do it. You know, just go out in space, no problem. Yeah. But no, she actually put on a spacesuit. I was like, oh, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Mr. Filoni. If, if you'd had to just go out there, I would have struggled with that so much. Yeah. Um, but but tying that in is is the calmness. It's this kind of like, all right, you, you deal with that. I'll go. Uh, I'll go outside. <clears throat> like you're gonna go where? Yeah, you're you're <laughs> just gonna fix the ship, and I'm gonna be out there walking on the wings. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I've got my lightsaber. You know, I'll I'll, I'll hammer down a, a fighter as it goes past, and she does. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So so her character is obviously so much different. Now she was different in Rebels. So, you know, she was more grown up, more mature in Rebels. So so people who have watched that as well would have would have seen that. But the live action incarnation of her is again for me, when you compare it to the Clone Wars, it is is very different. But but not different like the actress is getting it wrong, but the actress is playing a grown up, more mature version of this character. Yes. And so is is kind of nailing it for me. And and what I'm loving is the fact that we're seeing Ahsoka, I say, kind of in that obi-wan sort of calm centered at peace yeah. with the force right sort of thing yeah and now we have sabine who is very much like ahsoka was in the clone yes. wars yeah just yeah. completely headstrong doing it yeah. my way my yeah, master says best. i must do this bah, i'm gonna do that instead yeah exactly and we, and we saw that in like episode one or two when she, she was like, stole the map well of yeah, course you keep did. that you on would the have stolen ship the map. yeah yeah exactly I think um, Hera says to her, like, you know, oh, your masters, you know, must have lost patience with you sometimes. And all of us are, like, watching it, like, oh, yeah. Oh, you have no idea. Like, oh. Yeah. Oof. Like, Anakin. Oh. Um, so, so one of the things that, uh, again, episode one and two, we, we had that little reference there. Episode three, again, um, Yu Yang says to her, about Sabine, that she's a very unconventional Jedi, but then knowing you, she comes from a line of very unconventional Jedi. Now, yes. initially, when you hear that line, you're thinking family. Like it's a family line, like Ahsoka comes, and I'm thinking, no, he's talking about Jedi line. So he's the Jedi line, him. yeah, who her master was, and Anakin Skywalker even when he was just a Jedi Knight, was a very unconventional Jedi. Um, I mean, he literally went from being a teenage boy into the Clone War, so he grew up fighting a war. So unlike the Jedi before him, who had been guardians and sort of investigators, 
Anakin was from a generation of no, we fight. <laughs> well, yeah, you had um, Qui Gon who went on kind of diplomatic missions. Yeah, and he yeah. missed all of that and just went straight into Clone War. Oh, wars yeah. on every different planet. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, yeah, brilliant. So I just walk around lightsaber out, bring it on. Okay, and now I'm like nineteen years old and in charge of an entire five o first legion. Epic. Engaged <laughs> to a princess. Yeah. Yeah. No one knows. No one knows. Secret. 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 Yes. Um. So. I mean, I kind of love that. Um, I kind of love that, again, we have this little moment, little kind of nod again. I think, I mean, we've all seen that Hayden Christensen slated to appear in the Ahsoka series. Yep. I think people will just about lose their minds if that appearance is a force ghost. And if that force ghost says, have you been looking for me, snips? I think... The fandom <laughs> might just absolutely freaking lose their minds. Oh, God, yeah. Um, and if she says, hello, Sky Guy, I think everyone will literally just cry, just burst into tears. Um, <laughs> because the other option, of course, is that he's going to appear and we're going to have a flashback, which would be great. But I would say, if you're flashing back to the Clone Wars, I wonder if they've got someone else in to be Ahsoka for that. Because Rosario Dawson's a beautiful, wonderful woman, but she's playing this character as an older, as a woman, as a grown-up Ahsoka. Whereas I in the Clone Wars, she yeah. was, what, 15 to 18 yeah. or something. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, was, she was a young, young Padawan. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I've got no idea what it is. I mean, I, we, we're not confirmed Hayden Christian's going to be in it, but he doesn't have a very good poker face. No, I, oh my that, God. Could you imagine if he's not in it? And actually, yeah. it was just a wind-up. So if he's not in it, then I take it all back. He does have a very good poker face, and I'd never play that guy at cards ever. Because yeah. he got asked in this interview, when they were doing the Obi-Wan, he was like, oh, you know, uh, how much do you enjoy being bad? And can you tell us much about the Ahsoka series? And he was like, oh, no, I can't really say much about it at this time because I'm not... I mean, I'm not even sure if I'm involved in that. And everyone's like, you, 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 you got it wrong. Yeah. You nearly messed up. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, he's been slated to appear in it ever since. So, I mean, I, I mean, personally, I'd love that. I, I don't need it. The series doesn't need it, but I'd love it just because I think hearing in live action, Snips and Sky Guy. I think I, yeah. I, the, the I, I can imagine. I can imagine it being just his voice. Yeah. I I can imagine it being just his voice in the Force or something. You know. Well, we we did get his voice in the trailer. Um, yeah, his, he he does lend his voice to the trailer, which a lot of people have gone. Oh, maybe that's just it. Maybe that's all he did. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just imagine, like, because we know that Ahsoka goes to meet Luke. We saw that in the Mandalorian. Yep. And I would, and she says the line to Luke in that, um, you know, you're so much like your father. Yeah. I would love, love, the reason she went to find Luke. To introduce herself. Anakin sent to. Was sent because her. Anakin, yeah. yeah. Because Anakin appeared to her and said, guide my son. And she's like, you're what? <laughs> yeah, you know that Death Star that blew up the Rebellion? There's this Jedi Knight running around called Luke Skywalker. Hello! <laughs> Come on, put the two together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one and one makes what now? Come on, Snips. <laughs> yeah. I trained you better than this. Yeah, so... um. So there are these little references and little hints, and I hope they are hints that are building towards something. 
Um, one of the things we saw in this, uh, which we saw uh, greatly in the uh, Andor series, is that the New Republic politics are crap, basically. Um, what I mean by that is they are trying to be the nicey, nicey good guys and are completely failing to see the threat that's building. Um Hera says, you know, I've spent my entire life fighting a war. I don't want another one. That's why yep. I'm trying to cut this, like, now. And they're just oblivious to it. And I can't make my mind up if it's oblivious because they think that they're that cocky in their position. Or if there's Imperial remnants at every level sort of trying to keep them oblivious, trying to keep them, you know, kind of like, oh, I ignore that, don't worry about that. You know, it's well, it, they do say that that's a reference that keeps being made. People keep saying, ah, oh, but there's ex, there's ex-Imperial at, at all levels of yeah. everything. And it's one of those things where, you know, it's something keeps getting mentioned and keeps, and you start thinking to yourself, yeah. Okay, these these are not throwaway lines. These are they're trying to tell us something here. It was nice to see Mothma again, um, a Chancellor Mothma now. Yeah, um, she's um, she's everywhere, isn't she? This lady. So so Mothma, uh, Rogue One. Obviously, we saw her, uh, yep. the character characterization in films past as well. Heavily involved in the rebellion. Um, yes. She's heavily involved in Andor and the, and the rebel cells. And forming the Rebel Alliance. Um, yep. We're going to see that more in Andor Season 2. And then we see, obviously, yep. after the Rebellion and the New Republic is formed, she is Chancellor. So, one, spoiler alert, she obviously survives. Um, and two... <laughs> um, yeah. And two, we know she's good. Like We know she was very anti-Empire. She risked everything to bring the Empire down. Spoiler alert, so, it worked. So if she is Chancellor, there must be something like we had this tiny it's like this tiny little scene of politicking and I think it gives us a little bit of an insight of do you remember in episode uh, one um we first got a, 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 a insight into the Galactic Senate and Palpatine who was, you know, acting as the senator from the boo at the time, who was being a bit of a puppet master yep. said oh the chancellor's got no power he's in the pocket of the bureaucrats the trade federation he's mired with corruption he can't get anything done we may have to get rid of him to get someone else and obviously it was all puppeteering to get himself the nod yes um and and take the chair now that's great but what is interesting to me is that kind of is democracy a little bit and when you think about this is a galactic republic this isn't just like a you know 20, 20, 50 states in our country or wherever Christ, many counties. We, we both live in England and we all know for a fact that though the politics are all very backhanded and, you know, and that's just little tiny England. Can you imagine what it's yeah. like on a galactic level? Yeah, and so the idea that she's the Chancellor and you kind of think to yourself, well, we know Mothma's good. Mothma's, you know, she's going to be in charge and like, okay, no, we got to deal with this. She appears to be completely hamstrung. She can't do anything. And I, I don't know whether we're going to explore that more. I know a lot of people might roll their eyes. No, I don't want any more Republic. I don't need any politics. Yeah. <clears throat> and I get that. I, I do get that. But I'm just kind of intrigued. Because I'm such a massive fan of Andor and what happened with that character, that character, again, seeing her as the Chancellor, 
yeah. I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind just exploring that a little bit because we know the first order emerges. So we yes. do know that everyone who's trying to ring the alarm bell right now, like, uh, something's coming, there's a problem. We know that does actually become a problem. We know that the New Republic does end up basically at war and completely unprepared. So Yeah, yeah. that's true. So it is it's interesting because she is so savvy. She fought as part of the rebellion, risked everything, and now she's chancellor. So to think of her as chancellor and that we know where that ends up, it's like, well, geez, what the hell happened? You know, I, yeah. I just can't imagine. Cause she's I feel like sharp. she's getting outvoted a lot. Yeah, because she is sharp. Like, we saw that in, uh, we've seen all that massively in Andor. Like, yep. she is very clever. She knew she was being spied on. She knew how she could communicate with the cells without arousing suspicion. She knew what to say in front of the spy to, you know, to allow her, to, you know, having a go at her husband in front of the spy about the gambling debts, remember? Yes. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm not gambling again. They're like, yes, you are. I've seen the money get moved around. So when, of course, they noticed that, they were like, ah, right, okay. Yeah. And she's trying to hide that. It's like, she is very smart. So for this to happen under her rule, for me, I'm even more intrigued. Like, how in the flark did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm a little intrigued about that. Um, we see... Uh, so anyone who's fans of Rebels uh, seeing clearly the son now of Kanan um, and him saying, I want to be a Jedi. Uh, not quite sure how I felt about that. That was... Um, yeah, certainly, certainly got more of a look of his father than his mother, based on you know skin tone and lack of you know, entrails coming from his head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the right what? word is. Okay, but he, he, he looks human. <laughs> it's like hello, hello, my son. Really, yours? Are we sure? <laughs> sure, you didn't pick up the wrong one. Um, I'm pretty but... sure I've missed something quite big in the Rebels show at this point. Yeah. Uh, also Mothma, um, you know, Mothma asking after him and saying, oh, he's off creating problems with Chopper, no doubt. Like, yep, everybody knows Chopper's a damn war criminal. Um, Chopper is amazing and I will never hear a bad word said about him. (laughs) And I've only seen him for about five and a half minutes in the last episode. And (laughs) he is already one of the best things to ever happen in Star Wars. So, uh, this is actually a valid point. A lot of people watching Ahsoka may not have watched Rebels. Um, If you are planning to watch it, I mean, you're kind of spoiling yourself watching Ahsoka already. So, I am just going to say spoilers right now. Um, For you, my friend, there's a character called Kanan who is a Jedi. Uh, He survived Order 66 and he takes uh, Ezra Bridger under his wing, trains him. He is in a relationship with Hera, the general who we're meeting here. And he, oh, okay. sacrifice, he sacrifices himself to save her and everybody he dies in a horrific, heartbreaking scene in Rebels where he holds the fire away from an explosion long enough for them to escape and then he's engulfed by it. Oh, damn. Oh, damn indeed. Um, but obviously she was pregnant and had his son and we've just met his son. Gotcha. So that's why that. So that's why that scene was a little bit. Like, ooh. So when he said, "I want to be a Jedi," oh, God, no. 
save gotcha. him. Just just let him just let him let him be a librarian or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh but anyway, so so that's that. Um the thing that is interesting in this episode is obviously they're denying troops to go and help. So Ahsoka and Sabine are on their own. They arrive at these coordinates, uh they drop out of hyperspace early because, you know, standard Jedi protocol. <laughs> I love how many times that is mentioned oh. in this. So I also love so here we go. I've seen some Clone Wars. Yeah. Because I noticed the fact that when they land, um she turns everything off. Yep. She didn't in Clone Wars and got told off for it. She did, yes. Great she spot, learned. my friend, yeah. She learned. <laughs> she learned and the way he's like complaining, he's like, This is standard Jedi protocol and he's like, Oh yeah, you are right. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Yep, turn me off. That's fine. Yep, yep, turn me off. No, you're absolutely right. Yep, yeah, the buttons at the back there. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, what a great spot, my friend. You must have watched that episode recently. <laughs> no, quite a while ago, but it was just something that I started, ah, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they do get jumped. Um, they're, I don't know, it's sort of bothering, not bothering me, but I'm kind of like, I felt like I recognised that style of fighter that was chasing them. Or oh, obviously ah. it wasn't Imperial tight. Did you recognise it? Like, it looked Indeed. really familiar to me. So, I had a little look up at this. Okay, so it has the wings of the Republic Z95 Headhunter, okay. but it has the cabin and fuselage of General Grievous's fighter, Solus One. Oh, okay. So it is, you know, unless they've been kind of, you know, during the Clone Wars era, kind of mashed a couple of ships together to make it look. Yeah. Ah, there we go. But there you go. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it could be, because I mean. We we know that they were basically pillaging the the shipyards for breaking down ships. So yes, these could have been put together from parts, I guess. They looked. But cool, what we find, like, we know I'm a geek for the spaceships, but they looked cool. You are. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why I was kind of like, oh, it looks because it looked almost a little bit like the Naboo starfighter. At first, that is what I thought. Yes. Yeah, that was what I thought. And then I saw them and I was like, not quite. No, no, they're, they're not. They've got kind um, of like the front part of it, but they haven't got the, the tail end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was just, I, don't, I was kind of like, oh, they look really familiar. So if I'm missing somewhere obvious, like, yeah, Sam, they were in the Mandalorian. Because part of me made, made me think they looked a bit like the, the pirates in Mandalorian Season 3. Yeah. The fighters from there. But I could be completely wrong. But anyway, anyone, let me know. <laughs> um, and I'm sure you will. Answers on a so, postcard. So yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Well, I was on a postcard to send them into us. Um, I, I like that uh, get on the tail gun, but the thing I liked about this again is this little interaction where Ahsoka's kind of in charge, in charge. Um, uh, Sabine's struggling because Sabine isn't the Jedi that Ahsoka is. She can't anticipate where they're going to go next. She isn't able to do that. Whether she'll ever be able to, we don't know, but right now she can't. So... Ahsoka kind of Ahsoka takes a tells breath. Her, she kind of tells her to anticipate. Yeah. She's like, this is not the time for a lesson. No, I know. And, <laughs> and I think even Huyan says, like, she's like, don't, not now, Huyan. Well, I'm, the way you two are acting, we're not going to have a later. So yes. I'm going to say it now. Um, but basically, the reason why they're being chased and the reason why they're being fired upon is because they find what has been hidden here. And it is a giant um, inter, inter sort of Oh, I can't forget it. It's a ring. What do they call it? Um, hyperdrive. 
hyper yeah something. hyperspace yeah. ring yeah now That's we first it. saw those again in in the prequel films um where uh, they jedi were using them to sort of like their short range fighters would connect to one of those rings jump them to another system and you know away they go yeah now this is the size and with the engines etc that they've salvaged from star destroyers and super star destroyers they think it's going to be able to jump galaxies now obviously their plan is to use this ring to jump to this other galaxy where Thrawn is his ship slot into the ring and then jump back that is clearly their plan yeah i mean that thing is mahusive yeah it is mahusive and it is tied in nicely to the purgles space whales space whales uh explained beautifully by hu yang as well um i thought that was really good so hu yang kind of explaining all about what they were so we saw them in the mandalorian we did a little hint. Uh, a little hint at them, but nothing was really said about them or mentioned. It was just that nope. Din Grogu saw them, and that was it. Yeah. Um, and then in this, we've kind of seen them, and for someone like myself who hasn't seen Rebels, yeah, I saw them in the Mandalorian and was like, they look damn cool. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. And now I've seen them in this again, and I'm like, oh my god, they look even cooler close up. Yeah, they do, yeah. But for me, I'm like, uh, they're a cool... What's the relevance? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cool. You know, just like the Womp Rats. They're awesome, but what's the point, you know? And yeah. then <laughs> for for him to kind of explain what they are and everything else... Yeah, it and was and the relevance like, of... Yeah, yeah so, it was like a little nod to those that may not have seen Rebels, but keeping them up to date. Yeah. So, I quite so, like so again, a very, very brief... Uh, and again, there's far more to it, but very, very briefly... Um, Rebels and the final battle for Nafal, um, they won the battle against um, Grand Admiral Thrawn because he was taken away. His command ship and everything were taken away. And Ezra Bridger did that by getting on board the ship, basically using the force to get the Purgil to jump them and the ship away. Yeah. And when he did that, the battle, the tide of the battle was turned, the rebels won, and it was a massive, massive victory for the rebellion. And obviously, Fraun wasn't around. Now, Fraun, again, is a character a lot of people may not know. Uh, he was first introduced in novels and then introduced by the animated, um, uh, mentioned in the Clone Wars, but in Rebels, it was a big, big presence. Um, he is tactically. He is a standout apart. He is a phenomenal character. Yeah. Ruthless. Um, and once he's introduced in live action, I think people are going to feel the same way. Like when Vader speaks, you have that kind of, oh, oh someone, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> when Fraun speaks, he's very quiet, very composed. Oh, uh, so I mean, we've said this about like different shows we've done and stuff, yeah. but I always find. The calm, collected, yeah, bad guy is way more terrifying. It's why they got it's why they got Kylo Ren wrong for me. Kylo Ren was like a temperamental teenager smashing the place up, and you know didn't get his own way, so he chopped stuff down. You want to be a menacing. You want to be a really imposing villain. You need to be in charge. You need to be kind of like. And yeah, Fraun is. And and so the idea and the reason why you see Hera and I was so nervous of the idea of Fraun returning 
is because they know the impact he could have. He would come back and would be the heir to the Empire, which is the rumoured title to the film that Dave Filoni is making, which oh. is going to round out the Mandoverse, which is Ahsoka, Mandalorian, etc. So, I have very never, much... never looked forward to a film yeah. less in my life. Because you know it. Because that ends, is the yeah. end of this. And I'm like, yeah. part of me is like, that movie is going to be amazing. It's yep. Dave Filoni. He's clearly a massive fan. Yep. And it's going to be an amazing film. But it's going to end yep. all of this. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Yep. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, please, no, I, I want years more content. So, you know, leave, leave, leave me with my Star Wars content, please. Yeah. But with the writer's strike as they are, we may not get any of it anyway. So let's... <laughs> let's uh... Yeah. Let's just enjoy what we have. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the the, the seeing the purgle again that was kind of great, and that, and that again just tied it in and enabled them to, for those who have not seen that, to just give you that little bit more information. You're not overloading anybody with every episode. You're just sort of saying, oh, there yep. were the Jedi charted these animals, and they had inter, you know, they were went between galaxies. So the Jedi mark their space whale kind of lanes, if you like, uh, better known as the Purgle. I was like, oh, genius. Space whales. I still love um, space whales, yeah. So we kind of have the information in this episode. We, we've kind of, we know where we are. Um, Ahsoka, Sabine, they're on this planet hiding in the forest right now. The ship's damaged. We know that they're being hunted now. The very end of the episode, you know, uh, detachment are sent after them what do you think to uh the late ray stevenson's character what do you think to him in this because he was a jedi he's clearly gone to the dark side as a mercenary he's clearly training someone to be his apprentice he doesn't appear to be sifted. i know he's i know he's walking around with a red lightsaber but he doesn't appear to be sifted. i mean because the reason why is he says stuff like you know, there's so few Jedi left, it's a shame to have to kill one. And, like, I think it was in episode two, and um, yep. Morgan says, hmm, sentimental, and he's like, mm, no, not so much sentimental, more just kind of, it, it's sad, it's a shame. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, just what I said, there's so few Jedi left, it's a shame to have to kill one. I think um, it's, it's an intro, because he, like you say, he doesn't strike me as, like, the next Darth something, you know? No, no. He doesn't... He, He's a bit of a bad guy, but he's more of a mercenary than a, a bad guy. You know, he, he is yeah. just doing kind of his job almost. However, yeah. his little apprentice, Shin. Yeah, she has some issues. She has serious daddy issues. Like, ser- like wow. Yeah. She is yeah. She is just in a bad mood, like, resting bitch face constantly, that character. Yeah. And clearly has a serious issue with Morgan. Which I don't think is the right sort of person to have an issue with. No, I, I I think the reason why I like this dynamic, the reason why I'm enjoying this is because she is clearly loyal to her master. Yep. I think she has been trained probably from a young age. Perhaps he rescued her with Order 66. I was one, I was going to say to you, do you think yeah. she was one of the younglings and he got because her out? Because that would, that would invoke some pretty strong loyalty, wouldn't it? You know? Yeah, you saved my life um, from... You saved yeah, my life so, from the Jedi, so therefore she's very anti-Jedi. Yeah. 
So if you work on the theory that she feels perhaps that Morgan has an influence on him, she's this witch, you know, she's from this ancient thing that the Jedi used to refer to as sort of fairy tales and folklore. But, you know, they are more ancient than the Jedi, which I think when you consider the Jedi were around for like a millennia, it's it's kind of insane to think like that. Yes. But... That is that is that is the fact. That is the right. You know, this is more ancient than them, and this is a a power and a force. And he seems to be a little bit. Uh, you know, he says to her like, "What do we get out of this?" And he, he says, "More power than you know we've ever known." Like yeah. that in itself was a little bit of a sif line. You know, you're after power. Yeah, but he doesn't. He isn't sort of like foaming at the mouth for it. He seems to be Jedi in everything he does. Calm, collected. When he yeah. went to rescue Morgan, he entered the ship as a Jedi and was just trying to walk on, do his thing and walk off. They yeah. confronted him, he cut through them, took her and went. He didn't, you know, it wasn't like he he arrived with that in mind, seemingly, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think it he was a very long time trained Jedi, so therefore, yeah. I feel like there's a confrontation coming and it's going to be interesting. Um, I think almost so. like almost like a conversation between him and Ahsoka could be really interesting. Um, Especially like you know, if he recognizes her or something, has a yeah. You know, I remember when you were but a youngling in there. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I remember when you were a Padawan to to Anakin. You know, we all know what happened to him. <laughs> do we? Oh, yes. Do we all know what happened to him? Because yeah, so. So that could be interesting. That 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 that's kind of because he seems to have a real, like um, Morgan says to him, like, "How? What do you sense? What do you feel?" She said that to him a few times. Yeah. So he obviously has a very strong connection to the Force. Like Qui Gon used to be able to do it, and Qui Gon would often sort of try and get Obi Wan to stop. You know, like keep your focus here and now. You know, you don't need to be thinking about that. You don't need to be thinking about this. Snap out of it. Yeah. So yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on that it has me really intrigued. Um, and yeah, like you, the episode ended, I was kind of like, oh, come on, there should be more. Um, and I guess I guess that's a good thing. I mean, I'm I'm a week away from episode four. I want it now. Yeah, so like, this is my whole thing. So when I said before about like the shorter episodes, as long as it's good content. Yeah. It it was good content because yeah, I'm already like, come on, next. Yeah. Next episode, please. I need more now. Let's have the next episode, yeah. please. But at the same time, I'm also kind of like, you could have put more into that. You yeah. could have given us another 15, 20 minutes worth of action. Or, you know, live action, not crazy. You know? Yeah, yeah. Any Anything. I mean, you just, you could have expanded some but of the stuff. But don't fluff there, it but... with no reason, you know? <laughs> God, you are hard to please. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's that's it. I mean, that's my notes. Do you have anything else from the episode you wanted to go over? No. Excellent. Oh, that's no, the only thing is, why is it every time a spaceship lands, it's always in a yeah. swampy forest? It just made me laugh. It landed, and I was like, oh, Yoda's hut's over there. You know? I kind of felt like, I kind of felt like, again, that was a little, like... <laughs> Yeah. Everyone look around. This 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 is a bit familiar. Um, yeah. 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 Uh okay. Um so massive thank you to everybody who uh listened and got in touch with episodes one and two. Really appreciate it. I'm still working my way through the replies. Uh so if you've not heard back from us yet, I apologize, you will very soon. 
Um, just a quick, yeah, yeah, patience is a Jedi trait. Uh, what I say to everyone as well is like, if you want to get in touch real time, I sent you the links. Get get on our Discord. There's a discussion on there all the time about every show we discuss. And right now, with us as well, you can discuss every episode of Ahsoka. So jump on that. And if you don't get the link, you don't see it anywhere, just drop us a message and we'll send it to you and you can join. Do uh, join. It's a free app. It is good fun as well. There's a lot of... We haven't got many people on there yet, but the people we have got, there's a lot of interaction and a lot of good conversation on there. So do jump on the Discord. Yeah, because the more of you to join, the, the quicker I can leave. Yeah. I mean, Sam, I mean, Sam says he's going to leave at 500 people. He leaves, so absolutely, yes. I, I was going to leave at 100, but okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, a massive thank you to everybody again. I really appreciate it. Uh, the one last bit of admin is to everybody listening to us via Stitcher. Stitcher is now closing. Um, in fact, by the time you listen to this, if you can even listen to it, Stitcher could possibly be closed. Um, I hope you've been able to migrate across to their sister app, Pandora. Um, we certainly don't want to lose any of you. So if you are a listener of the show and you're having the finest wire somewhere else and you're not sure you know, where you can download us now, then drop me a message and I'll help you sort that out. We, we are uh, everywhere. We are absolutely everywhere. Uh, but okay then, mate. Um, until next week, hope everyone takes care and we'll be back uh, to discuss episode four probably next Wednesday or Thursday. And may the force be with you all, except for you. I bet your master found you difficult at times. Anakin never got to finish my training. Before the end of the Clone Wars, I walked away from him. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.